0: If you're making yourself feel badly for having negative emotions, when you wake up in the morning, you're going to end up eating to distract yourself from how crappy you feel. It's okay. Let me just like give you an example to make it plain. Wake up in the morning and you write, I'm feeling, insert crappy emotion, because of this, insert crappy situation. And now I think, insert awful worst case scenario, right? If you just leave that on the paper, you're going to be carrying that emotion and that weight of the situation with you all day long. And what happens is you subconsciously find yourself eating to avoid, like, try to distract yourself from this, like, heavy emotion that you're feeling, Whether you're consciously snacking or unconsciously snacking, you're going to end up eating to distract yourself from how crappy you feel if you're an emotional eater. So I want to show you how to use this word, however, because that's what popped up for me today, y'all, and how it just like changed everything in that instance. You're listening to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, episode 162. Would if it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the Weight Loss Struggle Bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, Life and Weight Loss Coach, and I am gonna show you how to stop, dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey Lux Lifer. welcome back to the podcast. If you're new and this is your first episode, welcome. I am happy that you're here. I want to give you a quick update on what's been happening with me since it's been a few episodes since I've given you kind of like the behind the scenes of what's been going on. Because for the past episodes, for the past four weeks, we have been in the Hunger Series. And the Hunger Series is over. It has come to a conclusion. And I just want to say a special thank you if you left me a message. I will be announcing the winner on a future podcast. But if you didn't win the grand prize, which was lifetime access to my signature weight loss program, Stop Dieting Forever you can still win. You can still win with weight loss by going back and listening to episodes 158 through 161. Because when you listen to those episodes, you will understand the different types of hunger. So understanding the different types of hunger and simply like just becoming aware of what they are and how they show up for you can result in weight loss. Listen, someone who listened to my free training, she joined my free training. She heard me talk about the five different types of hunger for the first time. The free training that I did a couple of weeks ago, three things you can do to lose 10 plus pounds by summer. She was blown away just by that one snippet of information And she signed up as a private client, and by our first session, she had already dropped a few pounds just by understanding the different types of emotional hunger, how it shows up for her, and she was able to change her eating habits just by having that awareness. So go back and listen to the Hunger series, starting with episode 158 And that recording of the free training that I did, Three Things You Can Do to Lose 10 Plus Pounds by Summer, is in episode 156. All the links are in the show notes to make it super easy for you to go back. And when you go back, don't just listen passively. Listen and take notes and get what you need to understand from the Hunger series. So what else is happening? Well, inside the Stop Dying Forever community, we are in the final week of the Soundtrack for Summer 30-Day Challenge. And I have to say, I am blown away. Like the coaching and the transformations that I've been witnessing, like literally been mind-blowing and just so rewarding to me as a coach. To see my clients have these ahas, to see my clients share their stories to see other people listening to the coaching, applying someone else's coaching to their situation, posting their wins on the Facebook group. Like, it's perfect. I love it. One of the participants actually messaged me and said, she just feels so supported while participating in this 30-day challenge. And I was like, that was my goal. That's one of the reasons why I decided to do it. So the 30-day challenge was new. It's something new that I tried. I've never done anything like it within the group. And I really think it was so valuable. I will definitely, most likely, (laughs) I shouldn't say definitely, but most likely we'll do another one again in the future for my group members and my private clients were also able to participate. So stay tuned because I think there are so many benefits to doing these mini group challenges where everyone is reaching towards a milestone together. And just a little heads up for you, I am planning to do another free training. And if you are a woman who is 40 and over, and you are experiencing a different kind of weight gain, and you're having trouble trying to lose it, this free training is for you. That's all I'm going to say. That's my little teaser. That's all I'm going to say. But it's coming soon. So you want to make sure you're on my email list because you're going to be the first to hear about it and the first to be able to register. So go to jenniferdent.com forward slash food freedom to be added to my email list, and then you will hear about the free training when it's announced, how you can register and all the things that I will be sharing with you. And you will also begin to receive my weekly email newsletters that I've been sending out. I think it's been a couple months since I started the Food Freedom Weekly Newsletters. And I have been indulging in my creative side when I create them every week. I love to write and I also love to design things. I'm very like a visual person. So I have just been playing around with the design of the newsletter every week. And I have really been enjoying thinking about what I want to share with you. and. I kind of fashioned the newsletter after some of my favorite blogs. I love to read a good blog that has like a lot of really good information. I can like, oh, this is interesting. I want to read this article or like, oh, that's not so interesting. I want to read the next one. And so when I get a good blog and a good email with all the things, I really enjoy it. So I am fashioning my weekly newsletter after some of the best blogs. And I'm just, again, having fun creating it, and designing it for you. So if you're not on my list, here's what you're missing. Some of the past newsletters I shared, oh, the one that just came out most recently, I shared how to get back on track after returning from vacation. And I wrote that because I had just returned from vacation. And I wanted to share my process with you of like how to realign, get refocused, and get your groove back. I also like to share in some of the newsletters, like some of the products that I am loving at the moment, whether that is like supplements or skincare or Noon Brew, which is like <laughs> I talk about Noon Brew all the time, one of my favorite products. And some of them I do offer discount codes. So that's always a fun thing to share my recommendations from the Lux list. On Mother's Day, I explored the almond mom culture. And if you are a victim of the, or if you know about the almond mom culture, you know about what that is. I didn't know, so I explored and I shared what the almond mom culture is. And I gave you three practical steps to break the almond mom cycle if you have been a victim of it. You may not have known that you were a victim of the almond mom culture until you read that email. So that was a fun one to do for you all. The other week, I shared my favorite salad dressing recipe and on Memorial Day, oh yes, (laughs) Memorial Day weekend, that newsletter, I told y'all what to look for when you buy bottled barbecue sauce as you prepare for your summer barbecues. I got a lot of feedback from that one. I think I also posted that on my Facebook page. People were like, what? You just don't understand, like you have your favorite brands and you don't actually know what you're consuming until I tell you. And I give you an alternative that is just as good, but better for your body. So I create these newsletters every week with a lot of love and knowledge as a certified health coach and a life coach, because there is so much information that I didn't know when I was struggling with my weight. So my goal is always to help you to not just change your habits because you know how to like stop doing something or start doing something, but I want to help you change your mindset so the new habits will stick, right? That's why in the newsletters you're going to see there's information about like how to improve your health and different things that you need to know to increase your longevity and increase your health, but there's also going to be like that mindset component of like, well, how do I make these changes stick? How do I make them a permanent part of me? So that's what you'll find in the Food Freedom Weekly newsletter. Oh, you're also going to, of course, because you're on my email list, you're going to be the first to know about announcements, like when Stop Dieting, Forever is Open, what new events are happening i was speaking at a at an event in philly like at a conference a real in life person event and i was able to share that in the newsletter for my people who were in the area who wanted to attend the conference and i did have some of my audience members show up at the conference which was fun to see them so if you're not receiving these newsletters and you want to Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash food freedom to sign up and you'll get an immediate welcome message from me. All right, that's kind of like where I've been, what I've been doing for the past couple weeks and just, you know, a little update from what's happening in my world. So in today's episode, I want to share something with you that crossed my mind this morning. This morning, y'all, this is fresh off the presses out of my brain. When I was doing my own journaling and I was like, "Ooh, this is good. I need to share this on the podcast." And I'm always thinking of ways I can help my clients. So first of all, when I had this like epiphany when I was doing my journaling, I was like, "Oh, I want to share this with my group. I want to share this with the participants who were taking part of this 30-day challenge. I think it's really going to help them as they round out the final week." But then I was like, "You know what? I need to share this on the podcast. And I'm always thinking of like ways I can help my clients lose 10 pounds in 30 days without a diet. And that's the key thing because you know how to follow a diet. You know how to like dig deep, use that willpower, be super structured, follow a rule set for 30 days to lose weight, but you don't know how to keep it off. And so that's like, I'm always thinking of different ways to close that gap. And I'm always thinking about ways that I can help you change the way you think first versus using willpower, which is what y'all do just to like change your actions for a period of time because that is not sustainable. But learning how to think differently about food, about your body is sustainable. And so today I found myself using this word in my journaling and the word is However, however, so when I teach my clients how to lose weight following the stop dieting forever weight loss process, I teach this thing, this process, this, yeah, I guess it's a process called the brain dump. And it is exactly what it sounds like, right? It's basically dumping all of your thoughts, the good, the bad, the ugly on paper every single morning. And what I found is because I used to have like this love-hate relationship with journaling, I knew that there were benefits with journaling. And I knew that a lot of the people that I followed and admired, like they had a journaling practice. And I tried for years to really love journaling. And I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. It was hard. It was difficult. And I just would always give up. And so I realized as I, you know, grew in my career and grew in my own self-understanding and self-awareness and just being a student of self-development, I realized that journaling was so difficult for me in the beginning because it was just a very unproductive way of journaling, right? It was just like answering some questions and just random like prompts and random questions and I didn't know what to do with The answers, right? It's like, okay, I'm answering this question, but like now what do I do? So I found that that was this very unproductive journaling. Unproductive journaling is when you just dump out all of your thoughts on paper, you answer like questions or whatever, and then you just like leave yourself feeling terrible about what you've written. And that was me. So I was like, well, I don't wanna feel terrible about what I'm writing. I'm just not gonna do it. And I found that similar thing in my clients too, right? That similar mindset. That One of the reasons why people don't like to journal is one, first of all, they don't want to admit to all the crappy thoughts that they're thinking and believing about themselves, right? Who wants to wake up in the morning and write down all of the terrible things, all of the things, the worries that they have, all of the things they want to avoid, all the people who are getting on their nerves, right? People don't want to do that in the morning. And secondly, another reason why people don't like to journal is because even if they are courageous enough to admit how they're really feeling, like writing it down and seeing it on paper, it kind of like leaves you feeling crappy. Right? It can leave you feeling really badly about yourself. That is what I call unproductive journaling. And I go into like how to journal productively inside Stop Dining Forever, but I wanted to share this one game-changing tip for you. If you find yourself avoiding journaling like I did, especially when it comes to your weight, if you are like me and you know that journaling is, could be helpful, like you've seen it work for other people, but you just haven't yet figured out how to do it in a way that works for you, this is going to be helpful. So one of the reasons why journaling is so effective for weight loss is because it allows you to see what emotions that you're experiencing that are driving your eating behavior because logically and consciously we can't think that way we can't discover these things just by thinking through them writing them down is so much more effective and efficient but if you're making yourself feel badly for having negative emotions when you wake up in the morning you're going to end up eating to distract yourself from how crappy you feel, right? So if you're judging what you're writing down, so, okay, let me just like give you an example to make it plain. Wake up in the morning and you write, I'm feeling, insert crappy emotion, because of this, insert crappy situation. And now I think, insert awful worst case scenario, right? If you just leave that on the paper, you're going to be carrying that emotion and that weight of the situation with you all day long. And what happens is you subconsciously find yourself eating to avoid, like, try to distract yourself from this, like, heavy emotion that you're feeling. Whether you're consciously snacking or unconsciously snacking, you're going to end up eating to distract yourself from how crappy you feel if you're an emotional eater. So I want to show you how to use this word, however, because that's what popped up for me today, y'all, and how it just like changed everything in that instance. Okay, I'm going to use the same example. I'm feeling, insert crappy emotion, because of, insert crappy situation, and, insert awful worst case scenario. However, I can choose to see this situation differently. Mm -hmm. When we use the word however, we are introducing a statement that contradicts something that we have previously said. So instead of leaving ourselves energetically at the end of that period, where we're expressing our negative emotion, we can use that word however to introduce a statement that contradicts what we just said. Can you begin to see the power in this word? So my job as your coach is always to help you see the statement on the other side of however. But you got to use the word however to see what that statement is, to come up with that statement. So here's another example that I hear a lot with my clients because they tend to be in this like 40-ish Age range, women tend to gain weight over 40 and it's harder to lose weight when you're over 40. However, over 40 weight gain is not inevitable when you know what you're doing. Did you feel the power of the word, however, in that sentence? So here's my challenge for you today. If you're not a journaler, try it. And see where you can use, however, in your day today. When you find yourself beating yourself up for something you ate, you're beating yourself up for the way that you look, you're beating yourself up for something you didn't do last week, you're beating yourself up for overindulging on the weekend, and now you're feeling the repercussions of it, right? When you're feeling guilty about something that you've done, How can you choose to see the circumstance differently by using the word however? However is like almost like a gentle push in the right direction. Think of it as like a gentle push from your coach in the right direction because it forces you to think of how you can choose to see that situation, that circumstance differently. I want you to write the word however in a big sharpie. And put it on a post-it note and put it on your desk, put it on your phone, put it on your mirror, and as a reminder to use it. When you're looking in the mirror tomorrow morning and you're like, OMG, the bags under my eyes are awful. I see all these little lines and wrinkles. I want you to look at that post-it note that says, however, and come up with how you can choose to see this situation differently. That one word, however, could be the difference between a late night after dinner binge and going to sleep satisfied and not overly full. Try it and see how it can work for you. Use the word, however, to get to the other side of the guilt and the shame. Okay? I love you dearly. Live lux, And I will see you in the next episode. If you liked today's episode of the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, and you want to learn more about creating a lifestyle instead of following a diet to lose weight permanently, be sure to visit jenniferdent.com. There you'll learn more about my unique weight loss process and how it can work for you. Go to jenniferdent.com to discover what you can do to stop dieting forever.